Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. I am Karen Bhatia speaking with Larry Merchant. Larry, how, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. And we saw you on the broadcast for Manny Pacquiao's fight with Ugas. Uh, I, I know that you've, you've covered Manny Pacquiao for a long time in, in your career. What did you make of, of his performance on Saturday night against Ugas? Less bounce to the ounce. Um, I think Ugas hasn't received enough credit for neutralizing what many is able to do to most uh, fighters. But many just was unable to keep the fire going uh, past the middle of the fight. And, and we know that Manny is 42 years old. He was supposed to take on Errol Spence. It wasn't the storybook ending uh, that, that we were all thinking may happen because we saw Pacquiao shock Keith Thurman. We knew it was possible. Um, but, but Ugas played spoiler. Um, what did you think about, about Pacquiao not necessarily having that storybook ending? Um, or was it a case where he was still competitive against a tough name and, and at 42 years old? I mean, that, that's an amazing accomplishment on itself. Well, I think that Manny did have the right ending, although we don't know that it's the end. Um, because that's what happens to famous fighters. They keep fighting because they can make money on their names. But like anyone else, and certainly anyone else in sports, uh, there comes a time when it's no longer there. And um, Manny just got beat. And he went out with a fair amount of dignity. Uh, and we'll see if he really is going to pursue the presidency of the Philippines. If he does that, I would say it's highly unlikely that he'll have a comeback fight. But if he doesn't do it, then I would say it's likely he'll have some other kind of fight. Uh, maybe one of these nostalgia fights in which famous fighters of the last few decades can go out and make a lot of bucks. The latest news today from Manny Pacquiao was he said Ugas was one of his easiest opponents and he's considering taking a rematch with Ugas in January of 2022. Do you think it would be a good idea for Manny Pacquiao to, to take a rematch with Ugas? Um, you know, I'm not going to be judgmental about that. Uh, maybe he thinks that's a, a big payday again. Um, I, <laughs> Manny, as I said, is one of a kind, and uh, 
only he would think of a comeback fight against a guy who handled them so well. Absolutely. Manny never shied away from a challenge or a tough opponent. He was supposed to originally fight Errol Spence. We know Errol Spence had the eye injury. Seeing what you saw from Manny Pacquiao in there, how do you think he would have fared against Errol Spence? I think Spence um, would have handled him and maybe manhandled him. We know about the legendary partnership between Freddie Roach and Manny Pacquiao. You've seen so, so many great duos in your time, trainer and fighter. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, if it is the last time we see Manny Pacquiao in the ring, your thoughts of the, the partnership between Freddie Roach and Manny Pacquiao? Well, they were the, a perfect match. Uh, Manny had unending uh, enthusiasm and the fastest um, hands in the in the West and uh, Freddie was able to put all that into uh, the context of an elite fighter and um, to Manny's credit, uh, and despite all the success, he worked to improve himself uh, with Freddie for a decade or more. And you were one of the few people uh, to see Pacquiao's rise from the beginning, cover his fights from the beginning of when he came to America and then had the meteoric rise, of course, becoming a multi-division champion. We'll, we'll probably never see another fighter like Manny Pacquiao ever again. Uh, like we said, it may be his last time in the ring. So how would you summarize uh, the career of Manny Pacquiao through your eyes? Well, we were never going to see another Henry Armstrong who in the late 1930s had the featherweight, lightweight, and middleweight championships and was, as they called him, a perpetual fighting machine, just as Manny was. So there will be somebody else who comes along. There always is. And... Manny enlivened and enlightened the fight scene for two decades, and um, I salute him. I wish we had three or four more like him. Um, But he left us with a lot of vivid memories. Very well said. Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, another fighter who in the, was in the same area era. His last fight was actually against Manny Pacquiao in 2008, and that is Oscar De La Hoya, who is now coming back on September 11th um, on Triller. He's making his compa- comeback fight against Vitor Belfort. Um, what are your thoughts on Oscar De La Hoya coming back to boxing after such a long time? Well, I don't know if... He's coming back to boxing 
or to the nostalgia circuit. Um, good fighters, even old good fighters, will generally beat an MMA opponent who has never had a boxing match. And if the if the reverse was, was true, if the MMA fighter was fighting an MMA fight against the boxer, the same thing would happen. I mean, it's people want to see their old favorites. I get it. I hope everybody else gets it. <laughs> but it, it keeps the game going. And in the next couple of months, there's a, some big fights. And um, we'll see if they can supersede the the show fights. What do you think it is about, we, we see this time and time again in boxing, fighters retire and then they come back out of retirement. We even recently saw Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight. What do you think it is about uh, boxers and, and their need to, to come back to, to fighting? Is it for money? Is it for legacy? Or do you think it's for something else? Well, maybe their wives are kicking them out of the house. But other than that, it's for the money. Or both. Kicking them out of the house to make some money. Uh, it's about the money. Making millions of dollars through pay-per-view. More recently in boxing, we've seen the rise of social media influencers, YouTubers. We saw Logan Paul take on Floyd Mayweather uh, this weekend, Jake Paul is going to be taking on Tyron Woodley. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, social media influencers and YouTubers and, and other uh, people from other walks of life uh, participating in big level boxing events? If a sucker used to be born every minute, the saying went. And now with social media... They're born about every five seconds. That means the fans. And if they are entertained by that, good on them. I've never paid a nickel to watch one of those exhibitions. And I take it you're not going to start anytime soon. <laughs> you can count on that. Your thoughts on, on the current heavyweight division, um, Fury and Wilder will possibly be fighting for the third time in October. Uh, we know Anthony Joshua, has his matchup with uh, Usyk coming up. In your opinion, who is the top heavyweight in the world right now? Well, the only one that's undefeated and is beating everybody they put in front of him, Tyson Fury. And would you predict uh, his third fight with Wilder? Do you think it'll go similar to the way his second fight with Wilder went, which is he won by knockout? Well, the, the, the news wasn't that he just said he won by knockout. The news was uh, 
that a six foot eight or nine inch fighter who had been a good boxer, which is a kind of freak show in itself, um, went after Fury, walked him down, didn't give him a chance to punch back, beat him up. That was the news. And the question is whether Fury has had time enough to train for that style or whether, I'm sorry, Wild, Wilder, if he's had enough time to, to train for that again or um, vice versa. If, if Fury uh, found so much presence and and uh, enjoyment fighting that way, he tries it again. In terms of the the pound for pound rankings, Canelo Alvarez is right at the top on almost everyone's list. He's looking to unify the uh, 168 pound belt, which would be the first time in the modern four belt era against Caleb Plant. Um, do you feel like Canelo Alvarez is is the best fighter of this era? I don't know how long eras go, but he's the best time of recent uh, of recent. Uh, it, he's the best fighter of recent times. Um, and what sets him apart is that he's one of those rare champions who just wants to be great, who just wants to be called a champion. Um, so we'll see. There's so many ebbs and flows with boxing and its appeal to mainstream audiences. And, and we've seen that so many times throughout the years. With everything that's going on in boxing right now, how would you describe uh, this this time in boxing in, in terms of the popularity it has in, in the mainstream? Well, I think that the pandemic has influenced boxing just like everything else so that fans haven't had a real chance to get familiar with the elite fighters who are out there. Um, that's a shame, but it's a shame for everybody. We'll see if it can restore itself in the next couple of years. You spent 35 years as a, as a boxing commentator, uh, HBO pay-per-view. We, we heard your commentary for so long. I know you turned 90 years old um, earlier this year. Congratulations on that. Uh, we saw a glimpse of you on the broadcast, um, but I, I don't think people have seen you as much as they'd like to. Um, what, what has Larry Merchant been up to? What, what is day-to-day -day life like for Larry Merchant nowadays? Well, in recent months, I've been sick 
I, I get around, but I've been not getting around all that well. I've lost a step or two. Um, not unexpected at my age, but I'm recouping. And um, I'll just be a, a senior kibitzer um, when needed. And, and now that you're officially 90, do, do we have to change the famous slogan to from if I was 50 years younger to now if I was 60 years younger? <laughs> um, well, since uh, Floyd got 50 years older or however much it was, uh, I don't think it would be fair if... Only I got older and my opponents didn't. That's that's very well said. Larry Merchant, I want to I want to thank you so much uh, for taking the time to speak with me and, and breaking down the current news in boxing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.